Welcome to Two Crones in a Book, where your host Shell and Annette will give you honest, in-depth book reviews and share book-themed rambles that may or may not on occasions take a dark and twisty, if not utterly bizarre turn. Reviews start with light spoilers, if you want to know if the books are any good, and then we head to the spoiler floor, where we give a blow-by-blow breakdown for any of you cheeky chappies who want to sound like you've read the book, but just don't have the time to read it. But all those of you that did read it and thought, what the fuck? Either way, be warned, every episode will contain spoilers and language that some listeners may find offensive, thus the explicit rating. So consider yourself thoroughly fucking warned. <laughs> now, take a seat, buckle up, buttercup. It's time to begin. Hi everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of Two Crimes and a Book with your host Annette and... Chill! Chill! <laughs> Who's randomly scrolling and looking at cups? Don't yeah. ask. No, don't go down this rabbit <laughs> hole. I found one with a rabbit in. It's so cute. <laughs> I really have. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, random. <laughs> it is a ramble, and you know, you knew what you were signing up for when you started listening to this podcast. You did. <laughs> So as I say, it is another ramble episode, and uh, today's point question is, what book was so good that after reading it, you brought everything else the author published? Shell, Mm -hmm. my love, my sweet, my tea-addicted bestie. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, bitch? I've got two. Okay. And neither one worked out very well. Oh, dear. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one was, I'm going to open by saying that I love this author and I love what he does. And the issue wasn't him, it was me. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Sorry, it's not yeah. you, it's me. <laughs> you broke up with him. <laughs> it was a book breakup. <laughs> Um, no, I have since revisited. It, it was because I went over the top and saturated myself in them. Oh, um, <laughs> oh. <and it> was, <laughs> this is not going well. I'm going to go back looking at my cups. Um, it, it was. <laughs> it was Stephen King. <gasps> oh. <laughs> so love Stephen King. Mm. One of my favourite books is one of his, which is Needful Things. You were obsessed with him when we were kids. Yeah. But the problem is when you read so much, uh, because there was such a back catalogue yep. by the time we got into him. And of course with Stephen King, because he's he's such a religious writer, he's always releasing. So you never mm. really fully catch up, do no. you? So I went through this huge phase where I was working my way through the back catalogue and trying to keep up with the new releases. And what I found is that I I learnt his style. Yes. <clears throat> so where, you know, his books often pack a bit of a punch. They've normally got a nice little twist or a turn or a surprise, something to keep you engaged and on your toes. Yeah. I found myself kind of knowing that they were coming before... I should have known they were coming. And that was purely because of me, because I had obsessively read this huge volume of his stuff. I I, I kind of learned his style, even though I didn't recognize it as that at the time. But having had a break from him for a few years, love him, gone back to him. Dark Tower, amazing. Yeah. You know, later, we did a review on later. Loved it. It was brilliant. He is the daddy of horror. But I think that when you do that with someone, especially with someone with a catalogue as big as his, 
that you can ruin a good thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I found um, when we you you more so than me went through the the king phase. You you devoured way more than I did. But what I did, I it was the over descriptiveness of some of them. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't, it's not in all of them. It was only on a, a couple, but like the chunkier ones, you know. But it's like, yeah. you, I don't need to know every detail of this room. <laughs> I see that it, it, that wasn't it for me. I didn't mind that. No. You know, some of his, his big ones, like The Stand, love it. It, love it. You know, these are chunky books. They didn't feel so over descriptive. I can't remember which one it is I'm thinking of in particular, but there was one that just, it felt like it went on for very long just describing the inside of a room. It might have been Tommy Knockers or something like Possibly. that. Possibly. I can't. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Mm. But yeah. No. But yeah, and, and that was that was because of me. So it wasn't because of, of the author. Yeah. That was because I submerged, submerged myself for too long in it. I, I always loved the shorter ones he did, like Carrie and later. Yeah. Just short, sharp, kicking the nads. I love them. <laughs> Love it. He could put that on his, his tagline. Yeah. <laughs> you want a kick in the nads? Read this. <laughs> um, but So I am a fan. But, you know, when I was younger, I, I saturated myself and, and I had to take a break and remove myself. And then, of course, that also allowed for his style to naturally change and evolve because his experience and they do, don't yeah, they? You know. Yeah. Uh, question, the, though, did you ever manage to read a copy of Rage? Yes. Oh, I want to read it and I've never found it anywhere apart from obviously the very rare versions of it that are selling for like stupid amounts of money online. I ha- haven't got a um, hard copy of it. I do believe I've got it on Audible somewhere. <gasps> oh, right. On a audio file somewhere. Let me have a rummage. I'm pretty sure I've got an old recording of it. I'll have a rummage. This is something we should be discussing off the podcast. But, ooh, I'm so excited right now, guys. <laughs> ooh. I've made a note. I've added it to the to-do list. Ooh. I can't wait. I've been dying to read that one. I'll have a, I'll have a rummage. I'm for those, pretty sure. For those of you that don't know, um, Rage, um, I think it was withdrawn from... Um, selling mm. due to was it Columbine or something earlier than that? I don't. I can't remember what it was. It was to do with school shootings, yeah, wasn't it? And I think it features in the book is is a, a school shooting of some sort. I think I don't know, but yeah. Um, yeah, that and it was withdrawn from bookshelves and it was it was never republished, and it and I don't think he's ever going to republish it. I think he said, hasn't he? I believe that was his plan. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a really rare hard to find one if you do manage to find it so if you see it at a boot sale or a garage sale grab it get it get it now because oh you can make some pennies 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 no keep it we like pennies <laughs> we do like pennies but keep it we like books oh, more true put it preserve it love it worship it <laughs> <laughs> the the other one was um total different genre was uh Barbara Erskine, I read Kingdom of Shadows and thought it was amazing. It was one of the first books I read where you have twin timelines running together. You know, this is before the Da Vinci Code, before the Labyrinth by um, Moss Moose, whatever her name was, bless her, good writer. Um, And it was brilliant. So you've got these two characters, one's modern day at the time, 
and when she goes to sleep or she meditates she ends up like hundreds of years before it, it was really really good it was a big big chunky book it's got a map in it ah! big big chunky book <laughs> it was really really good um and i went and got a load of her other stuff and nothing just hit the mark like that did so that was a disappointment what about you okay well i'm gonna i've got i've got a, um, a couple um, <laughs> we can never stick to the no, parameters. No, we can't because can I can't settle on just one. It'd be so short if we did. <laughs> <laughs> it would. It would be disappointing. Yeah, Give, we're giving the people variety, darling. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would say the the first one that I ever did, which is a bit of a bizarre one, is um. Richard Price, who wrote The Wanderers, do you know that one, yeah. the movie, and Blood Brothers. Um, I read The the Wanderers because I'd seen the movie far too young. <laughs> <laughs> foolish. It's foolish. It's, 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 yeah, it's problematic, to say the least, <laughs> uh, in today's society. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Um, but off of the back of that, I wanted to read the book. And mm. I I breezed through it. I just really liked the way Richard Price wrote. So yes. I immediately got Blood Brothers as well, um, which mm-hmm. is a far bigger book. But yeah, no, uh, um, ask me about them now. I couldn't tell you a thing. But at the time, I was like, nope, need to read more, need to read more. I mean, this is when I'm like, I don't know, 13, 14. Um, yeah. After that, then it would be... Um, well, Generation X, Douglas Copeland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm in, I'm in my late teens, early 20s. I think I'm cool because we're Gen well, X. You were cool, darling. You were cool. Gen X, we are cool, damn it. Um, but, yeah, after, after getting that, the second he released a new one, I was at the shop buying it, you know. Yeah. So, you know, if you wanted to pre-order things, you had to go to the shop, go up to the nice lady behind the counter, did, fill yeah. out a form. <laughs> you did. The yeah. good old days. Like, and they always questioned you. Like, get Are a you copy? sure that's what it's called? Yeah. Because <laughs> they hadn't got a clue who Douglas Cook We're talking like little old biddies yeah. behind the counter at this point. They've never heard of Douglas Copeland. Yes, I, yes, I would like a copy of Miss Wyoming. Oh, okay, I, I hate Ostradamus. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I I loved it. It was I, I think, but once we got to like hate Ostradamus and a bit after that, I just it kind of it wasn't relatable Not anymore. You know, yeah, you know, we we we, mm. we went diverging paths. We we parted ways. Just the relationship wasn't working anymore. It was no more. It was no more. We, you know, we had fun when we were young, but we've grown apart. We were young and free. We were young and free and didn't have a care in the world. But then responsibilities came along and we had to separate. And the internet. And the internet, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> um, and then, uh, the, I'd probably say the more modern one. It's, it, You know, it's got to be Grady Hendrix, hasn't it? I know. He was he was coming. My best friend's exorcism, as I've described it many times on this podcast before, to anyone who will listen, that magic day when I saw that spine in the bookshop going, Ooh, it looks like a video. What is this? It's, and takes so pretty. And then you take out that code, it's like, Oh, it's even 
better. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just, oh, it was love at first line. It really was. (laughs) I was hooked. And then, and that's a success story, isn't it? That's not a bad one. And we are a very happy couple, and it's still working out for us. (laughs) Good to know. So and now you you would, one hundred percent, without even reading a synopsis or anything like that, you would buy him off the shelf. Absolutely, he's got one out now, isn't it? How to um, is it how to sell how oh, to buy, sell a haunted house? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. A very cool cover too. It is, but I did. I didn't. The only reason I didn't get it yet is because we were doing stuff for the podcast, so I didn't want to like. I need to listen to it all now and then not. Oh, no, because if you've got it, you're going to just ignore anything else. Exactly. I'm terrible. I can't do two <laughs> at the same time because I'll be like, yeah, but yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, the book we're doing is really good. But did you know this about Grady Hendrix's book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. You just you won't be able to resist the temptation. I really won't. I have to wait till there's a nice little gap so I can concentrate <laughs> like a little moth to a flame. <laughs> but I know, yeah. So, oh, yes. So out of four... We've got one success story. Yes. Oh, long-lasting loving relationship so far. I mean, we have a little shaky area where the, that um, we sell our souls or whatever it was. That, 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 that was a little rocky, but we were okay. We got through it. <laughs> we worked through it. We did. You know, we sat down. We went back. We had a look over. Um, we, we, di- we did an episode <laughs> of uh, Horror Store, and I had a little look at Paperbacks from Hell, and uh, we, we, we talked it through, and we were fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the main thing, isn't it? You salvaged your relationship that this poor man doesn't even know anything about. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that felt pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I may need therapy. And Grady Hendrix may need, need a therapy. restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, mate, you actually might need a restraining order. <laughs> but I say that with love. I guess who's not getting tagged in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll, we'll drop it on the Facebook page if anybody um, has done the same or has a success story or has a didn't work out a story with an author then let us know so we know who to avoid (laughs) tell us all the gossip we love it we love the drama and i'm sure annette is probably going to tell you to go and check out mr hendrix because he's he's fabulous is that right Annette? did i get the wording right he is he's 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 so good (laughs) (laughs) fangirl In that case, thanks for listening, everyone. Do us a favour. We keep intermittently asking, but please, um, it take you a few seconds. Could you, whatever you're listening to us on, could you rate, review, like and share? And anything like that would be absolutely amazing. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, please, if you're on Apple Podcasts especially, get, you know, if you leave a review, it, it you know, it bumps us up a little and it, it, it helps get yeah. us into people's algorithms, you know, and then... We're out there more for other people as well. We need to share our Please. Cleaning. And maybe one day Craig that is awesome. will hear me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Just for the record, I, I, I 
and there's if there's any legal complications <laughs> in the future, I do not endorse stalking of any kind. <laughs> I can't afford to stalk people. <laughs> <laughs> always feels like such a one-sided relationship. It doesn't it always? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time for us to go. Uh, yeah, now. <laughs> I, need to, I need to go and have a think. <laughs> I wondered what you were going to say. Think! Think! Um, (laughs) (laughs) In that case, love to you all. Please, please do like, rate, share, any, all. We would love it. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, guys. It's been a really good time tonight. Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Crones and a Book. If you want to follow the show on social media for extra content, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube and Facebook at Two Crones and a Book. And on Twitter, we are at Two Crones Pod. Or if you'd like to cut in contact with the show, you can email us at twocronespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys, and have a great day.